Dirk Haggis in the building. Dirk Haggis, episode one? Episode 11. Uh, 11? Uh, yeah. what, is that in, what is that in uh, Roman numerals? I think that's important to know. Important to know? That's, uh, uh, what, X, XI? One? XI, yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. There Good we to go. Know. That's your history lesson. That's your history lesson for everybody. So, um, if you had to tell everybody, Scott, about um, why the hiatus, why is it taking us so long to podcast? I think that we are focusing and prioritizing, you know, so many different things. We're busy people. We're jet setters. We're influencers. You know, we lead busy lives. So mm. it's hard. It's hard to kind of, you know, balance all of our schedules with all the demands of life, right? Yeah. And now because we're um, like hiding in place, whatever we're calling it, we literally have no excuse. Wait, are you hiding in place? Are you, well, are you like kind of, do you have a pillow fort trying to protect you from well, imminent danger? I, I went out to check my mail earlier and it was at the exact same time as one of my neighbors went out to check their mail. And I didn't even want to give them that neighbor note. Exist? Nope. So maybe I am hiding in place. I know. Don't engage. No, like, yeah. I might have to kill you later. I don't know these things. Wow. That's yeah. true. Yeah, and so um, you think about it. We're gonna and and very heavy jokes and and then just very serious stuff that we're gonna do. So. That's just how this works. All right. Let's All go. Right. All right. So let me tell you about this. So I fancy myself a little bit of a runner, right? Not world class. I've got a scenario for okay, you. Okay, let's do it. In this, in this exciting time where they six feet away from everybody, I am running down the sidewalk. You are standing there. You see me running towards you because I'm, I'm like a minute away my question is what do you do stand there move out of the way give me a wave what are your thoughts I, I probably like start running in your like in the direction that you're running because you're clearly running from something right like something's oh. happening that I need to start so running not, as oh, well so you're not gonna run you're not gonna run towards me like we're on a big no oh no uh, you're gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, what, the scene you just set up wasn't a romantic one, unfortunately. Otherwise, <laughs> yes, like, like on a beach, I would run towards you. But it sounded like there's something chasing you when you're running. So if I stay in the way, you're uh, just going to, like, hit me over. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. nice. Well, it's good to get to know the people in your vicinity, in your area, because when the end times come, you may have to, to your point, you may have to kill them. You just well, you may have I to Well, I need to... You know, I always, everybody made fun of preppers, and I did as well. I don't know, I know a few of them. All I need to be aware of is where they live and how many bullets it's going to take to take all this stuff. Let's be, that's the way to do it. You did the effort. I've got the, you know, I can, I'll turn my emotions off because I'm a terrible human being. And uh, we'll tell everybody the real reason we're podcasting remotely. All right, so Scott, everybody's doing the right thing, distancing, staying uh, staying at home, not going out unless it's essential. You moved to um, 
the Windy City. Is that correct? I believe it is called the Windy City. Yeah. So, what so else? move move to Chicago. Does, does Chicago have home. have any other um, uh, nicknames that we need to be aware of? Uh, not that I know of. I didn't read the Wikipedia page uh, before this. I didn't know it was going to be a quiz. Well, yeah, I, there's going to be a quiz. It's always going to be a quiz. It's known so, for uh, what? What? Uh, mobsters, right? The mafia. That sounds right. It's probably a mafia city. Yeah. It was. Yeah. True. It also like isn't it like where all the beef used to come in, or is that Kansas City or? I think they both things. have they both have stockyards. That's that's accurate. Uh, that's accurate. Uh-huh. Chicago has a lot yeah. of claim to fame. A lot of uh, no, that's no, it's, it's just mm-hmm. those two stockyards and mobsters. Chicago, <laughs> that's all you got. That's all. I love yeah, it. but no, it's fun. It's been fun so far. Really enjoying the city, um, especially as empty as it is right now. You know, nobody around. It feels like I'm in a post-apocalyptic Will Smith movie. It's really nice. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, that movie was interesting uh, for sure. I don't know. Where they uh, um, in the in the book, he burnt down the houses next to him so they couldn't jump on his roof. Oh, yeah. The more you know, maybe that's something to take note of, just in case we need to do that. Well, I'm I'm like I've been studying for these times for a long time, and I've happening so. yeah, when uh, Max Brooks, the author of World War Z, is on NPR advising about like social dissidents and and like and what that's a concern. Like, that's <laughs> like, like oh shit! Like all this time I said we need another plague and it's happening. I don't. I'm sorry. Nope. What I planned on Chicago on the regular, not right now. Tell me some um, pleasant surprises or some things that um, you just really like about uh, Chicago. Uh, yeah, pleasant surprises. Um, very much neighborhood community feel. Um, folks are actually pretty nice, welcoming. You never know mm-hmm. when you move somewhere, regardless of part of the country or anywhere. Uh, what's the vibe of the people going to be like? And uh-huh. I would say that that the vibe up here is is a good mix and of get the fuck away from me. But also, you seem cool. Or you can kind of you can come a little bit closer. Not right now, six uh, feet. Not right feet, now. Feet yeah. But in general, yeah. But in general, it's uh we we can vibe. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and very open to talking to strangers. I'm not open to talking to strangers. The strangers love yeah. talking to me. Um, so, so that's that's okay. also interesting. So you get a good mix of of crazies, but also some interesting people. So it's just a very openness. It's interesting. Now, it's probably the Midwest feel, but it's good. So you live right next door to a bar, right? Like this is correct. literally right next door. And so they've had to close down. So are they able to do deliver in uh, the of Arkansas? Bars and like brew pubs and whatever are delivering drinks. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Let's bring this up for the audience. The bar next to us is a uh, a staple in the north side of Chicago uh, community of German heritage. And they haven't changed anything in that bar probably for 30 years. So if you're asking them is- to do something... Which is a shit, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So if, you, um, if you're expecting them to do something different, 
<laughs> just because there's a uh, yeah. order to say you can't serve beer inside your your establishment, they're not gonna they're not gonna change how they're doing anything. So no, no they aren't doing anything different. They're just closed. They have they haven't been open in the past couple of uh, So they're just closed. They're lame. just closed. But there are bars in the city that are, that are trying. So they realize I sell alcohol if I can just like get it out to you in a closed container. So there are a lot of breweries who are not just breweries, yeah. but bars who have like cool on tap like this bar does this bar has some nice german beers from like you know all across the country there um <laughs> canning canning equipment so they can like get the tap and just give you a can of tap beer right beer on tap um then oh, you nice. can take that to go which makes sense for a city like chicago that is also just a drunken city as well so that makes sense and then there are some bars that are just in bottles of liquor um, but also, there's, there's specialty bars. So they're like mezcal bars or rum bars. So they have like special bottles of stuff. And they're selling some of the mixers for their cocktails. So if they have a, a very like, you know, unique mixer that they always use for us. Tell me about selling that. Tell me about your. Tell me about your. At home, drinking at home go to's thing. Like you're at home right now. What do yep. you. And if you're smart like everyone else, you bought the equivalent of two months worth of booze, which is going to last about seven days. So <laughs> what is your what is your what is your go-to booze right now? Yeah, um, I don't think I've ch changed how I drink. Um, definitely rationed it out a little bit more because I realized when you get two months, or what you think is two months, when you're only at home drinking, it might be a little bit uh, not mm -hmm. quite as much as that. Uh, so I'm trying to ration out a little bit. I'm changed. I mean, it's not very much different. I'm always been a rum guy. I've always been a rum guy mm. on tap. Um, but I'm not necessarily, I'm, I'm kind of not, not doing as much uh, like the nice sipping rums. Doing it more of a little mixture of like ginger ale, uh, sometimes a little bit of tonic, sometimes a little uh -huh. coke, coke, right? Um, but yeah, one thing I, that really the, helps. That's a mistake. That's a mistake that I made. I definitely, I have a little bit of everything. in seven days. Didn't mind enough mixes at all. Huge mistake. Huge. Also worth mentioning that um, we're going to post this podcast. No matter what. It's shitty, which it is. Uh, and, and you're all going to do it. Like we're doing a remote. We're doing a remote cast. It's terrible. And uh, we're just going to see how it works. This is going to take, it's going to take um, a lot of editing, but we're going to get something up. And it might end up being like two minutes of us saying the same thing over <laughs> and over. We're going to podcast up. It's definitely going to happen. happen. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So what you're saying is you are just like, you're drinking the same way that you drank. <laughs> is that accurate? Before, yeah yeah some something like that um it's the same drink i think i agree with you on not getting enough mixers because mm -hmm. it's not as exciting to drink I, at first i think early on actually i was drinking like tequila soda limes which is something i just generally get at bars now and it's also i know yep. i've kind of evolved since i moved to chicago i'm a tequila soda lime guy now oh but, you've um, changed dude. Oh, it kind of gets really boring I know. Are you I know. still? Whole, are you still whole. of? Uh, are you still of Jamaican descent? Because is that that could be an issue? <laughs> is that even allowed? Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Every sip, yeah. every sip of tequila. I've been, I've been dipping my my beef patties into a vodka soda it's great like, no <laughs> so one no. thing that helps so i would definitely recommend uh, is getting a home seltzer gun i think that's what they're called it's like the, big metal, the metal canisters the big the seltzer club soda i don't know what it's called it's the thing that looks Uh-oh. like a bottle big metal bottle what is, what is chicago, you get a CO2 what is chicago hipster fucking thing to do is really? My, is it hipster? How's it hipster? Like, oh, I got my own seltzer and I've got my own fancy mustache. Fuck. <laughs> uh, uh, I straight up have. I, I, I straight up have. Um, I, I, have, I, have I have. I have. I have uh, soda water in cans right now. I don't know if that's. Yeah, that works. That doesn't work. I don't know. I think that works, but here's the problem. Mm. Here's the problem. Whenever you get a bottle of tonic or a club soda or anything that you're just using as a mixer, mm. depending on how, how much you mix your drinks, actually, this might be more of an admission of alcoholism more than anything else. But if you only put like a little spritzer in there, you end up not using that whole can or that whole bottle. It becomes a waste. Would you agree? Would you disagree? Um, I would say, all right, let's, let's, we're going to say the number at the same time and the audio will cut out but you've opened up a can of uh soda water okay how many glasses of alcohol does that glass last you have you got the number in your mind hello let me make sure let me make sure i understand the the experiment we're trying to we're trying to figure out here yeah i've got a 12 ounce can of club soda Correct. Um, what is that? In and I'm mills, trying to. Uh, I'm fine. Oh gosh, I don't know. Three hundred and fifty-one. <laughs> what? What are you, it's what are you it's doing? Around, it's, back. it's around three hundred mils. Yeah. Three hundred. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So you've got. <laughs> so how many? How many cocktails? How many drinks can I get? Can probably two to three, maybe. Three. All right. Three. Yeah. So. You are either not able to drink six drinks, or you're you're really worried about. I know I know it's the end times. So you're really worried about wasting a bit of a can. <laughs> really? I mean, I, what am I going to do with that can later? What am I going to do with that half half a thing of club soda? Just I'm going to drink it. For me. Club yeah. soda turns into water. You fucker! It's just. That's- that is not proven. I did not when hear. It, when it loses, when it loses its effervescence, it's just water. <laughs> I'm gonna have to check the science on that. <laughs> All right. So here are the three drinks that I made last night. I, All right. What you got? I also I gave them terrible names, and the names get worse as the. They were all super strong, by the way. So that kind of tells you. You ready? Let's do it. All right. So my first drink was called the Elusive Goldfish because I made it in front of my my fish tank in it, but the fish is golden. Anyway, uh, uh, Kettle One Vodka because I'm fancy. And then uh, Aldi off-brand Tangerine LaCroix and orange juice. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, I think I'd drink that drink if it wasn't the end times. I really did. The next drink 
think I wouldn't if it was the Ed Times. I need to find out what brand of gin I've got. So um, take a guess it might have. Say that last part again. What brand of gin do you think that I have? Oh, um, you wouldn't have gin. Because I didn't think oh, you no, liked I'm... gin. Specifically, you might like gin. No, I like, I'm foreign, gin's okay. Your foreign gin's okay? Okay. I thought it was another hipster thing you would have been like, no, I'm not into it. So the gin, and it came from Chicago. There's some okay, gin from Chicago. It's like Chicago? the Koval gin. Yeah, I've got, it, no, just so you know, Koval's great. Like their whiskeys, but their vodka is terrible. Like, think about all the vodka you've drank in your life, even as a, like a teen, really telling me, like, sorry, you know, it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. It was not like any, it was not good. So in honor of you, I drank, uh, apparently it's a uh, Chicago gin, batch seven and bottle 126. So apparently it's fancy. Also, um, as the distillery gin is very easy to make compared to everything else but back to the rock so gin passion fruit soda because i'm fancy and a bunch of lemon in a mason jar that's my second drink and of course i can't remember what i called it because what are you gonna then my last drink was called out of ideas because i was out of ideas and i drank uh, monkey shoulder uh, cocoa and blood orange and I did that all in a German beer like a tiny little glass so good times good look times. at that look at that yeah you even you even branded you put a name on them are you gonna start like a home speakeasy or something I think it would be good no well I you know because it's like everyone else right like posting far too much coach co uh, content on social media so I did be making all these drinks, but I didn't post them because I felt like that was one step too far. So, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, Monkey Shoulder, by the way, uh, is scotch from us because it's scotch and it's really good, really good. Yeah, Monkey what Shoulder else? is a solid one. I like it, like I, I'm new to it. Um, I didn't have any of my favorite, um, uh, is it aperitif? Is it a liqueur? What is it? Um, malort? Is it, what, what would you classify it as? Malort to me is a liqueur. I would mm -hmm. consider malort a liqueur. Herbal, so, herbal you know, think about your Amaro or something like that. Yeah, it's the end times, but, but malort, just like everyone else, has start ma started making hand sanitizer. Good. That's good for making that. Hand sanitizer. So um, that's somewhat of a collector's item for me. So if you can pick me some up, um, when all this is over and done with, I'd love to have some. Thanks, man. Uh, only if you promise to not drink it. Just because it says oh. Well, some people don't do Malort. In a nutshell, I don't want to make this. I don't want to make this the Malort show, 
But in a nutshell, or the boucher, it, it is, tell me what you think Malort tastes like. Yeah, if, if we make this the Malort show, we might actually get some followers. So don't, don't knock it too much. I, oh, no, I'm, no I, I stand Malort. I'm, I'm about to drink. I'm going to drink a shot of Malort. Let's do it. So <laughs> while, I'm drinking, while I'm drinking a shot of Malort, everybody's wishing that this was video. Um, tell everybody what your thoughts are and what you think Malort tastes like. Let's go. So Malort, which we kind of described as a herbal cure. So think about it as something. Let me see. Malort is kind of like that one uncle that you have, like that one family member <laughs> that everyone, not really till the end of whatever family situation is happening, like a party, and everyone's coming in, and you see your favorite cousin, it's like, oh my gosh, let's go play video games, or let's go work on some, some TikToks, right? Shout out to the kids who are doing TikToks. TikToks right? Right. So, but then, yeah, but then you see the uncle, and it's just like, oh, it's you again, all right, whatever, you're here all the time. But he's there all the time, and that's the, that's the comfort that it gives you. That's what my Lord really is all about. It's always there. It's there for you. Um, wow. So family remember that you don't appreciate it until it's too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's right there. But but the twist, okay. the best thing. Yeah. Like it's a great person, it's a great person, great family member there for you. But the breath, it's just, it's just like invasive kind of thing. <laughs> the breath um, thing. So you want it, and you know you, it's good for you, but it's also like it's, it's just not, it's not pleasant, not sweet. It's kind of got a golden, golden color, which isn't great for liqueur because it doesn't look like anything. It kind of like piss. Um, like of like it, I wouldn't say a little licorice. I would say that it, I would say that it looks like if it looks like piss, you're a little bit. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot this, then I'm gonna tell you about how great Malort is. Shit. I think I wouldn't um, say that Malort. I wouldn't say that Malort is like an uncle at all. Oh no. But my humble opinion on Malort is it's an old it's an old friend that gives you wisdom you don't want to hear. Oh, that's my wow. that's my Malort. So, okay. um, but what does it what does it actually taste like to you? Like not a whimsical who it tastes like. Kisses at the end of it. Yeah, for like me it's. it's uh... <laughs> So for me, it tastes like there's some anise notes, some anise flavors, and then a, lot, a little bit sweet, too much. Um, and then you've got a little bit of licorice in there as well. Uh, the, 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 the drink itself isn't like a beautiful liqueur or anything. It's not got, got like one great herbal note or one great fruit note. Um, the consistency isn't too thick either, which is good. It's not too sweet, but there's a little sweetness to it, which helps just putting it down right. Mm -hmm. um, but that's what I really what I get. The herbal is not... Not strong in the sense of it's one thing. It's a mix, and I, I get a little bit of licorice and yeast out of it, which isn't super pleasant, but it's there. It's so. What I like about it is, I think it's like it's a lower grade alcohol, so it's e easier to shoot. Um, you got a lot fancier than I will ever get on on describing it. It tastes. Someone told me this, and I they're absolutely accurate. It tastes like the pith which is the white stuff around an orange or the white stuff around a grapefruit. It tastes like the pith 
of a white grapefruit. And of course, when I say that in these parts in all, people are like, what's a white grapefruit? But anyway, it has a, it has a sour, it's sour of a sweet, 100%. Um, you know you're drinking it. It is very easy to shoot. Um, it's, in my mind, it's delicious. As someone who chooses savory over sweet 99 times over 100, it is and because i don't live in chicago i have i'm on one i've got one bottle that i drink every now and again but of course as you know scott as soon as i come to chicago every bar we're, we're doing the look shots so Malort. Malort all day. it is such a chicago staple we could probably do another best on the origins but basically an old dude who smoked too many cigars and couldn't taste, um, wanted to be able to taste his uh, wormwood infused or, or distilled prohibition. It tasted so bad that it had to be medicinal. It's, it's great. It's great. Anyway, so tell me this, Scott. Social... Um, but um, you're sitting at home. What what are you watching on the TV? What are your shows? It feels like I've been going through TV shows nonstop, like, like week to week. When I'm watching them, just whatever Netflix throws at me, I'm deep into the Netflix ecosystem and uh -huh. whatever. Uh, right. I, haven't so watched, recently. I haven't watched this uh, Tiger King show. Have you watched this yet? Yeah. So that's the one we've been watching most recently and gotten okay. really into. Finished it. I believe we finished it last night. And it's great. It's really entertaining. Uh, it's really insane. The way that I would describe Tiger King, and there's no way to talk about this and be able to spoil it. I can tell you everything that happens, and it will not uh impact your first viewing because you will still be just as shocked Let's at everything that happens so and i'm not this is not hyperbole it's not hyperbole at all um but the best okay. way to describe it for me as i was watching the first couple of episodes it's the the best or worst depending on you know it could be the, the worst of florida man which some some people is the best of florida man i mean that's kind of what they love and <laughs> they love about uh, florida man so yeah. the, the best of florida man versus it's a versus situation versus um the best of like Oklahoma man. Oh and Florida man has a lot of recognition. Florida man has a lot of recognition. He gets all the publicity, but don't sleep on Oklahoma man. He can be just as insane and ridiculous. So, well, so and there's lots of other worth mentioning uh, it's worth mentioning involved. to our to our listeners that Scott um had lived a large portion of his life in Florida. So he's gonna be towards Florida man. This is a fair statement. I am a Florida man through and through. Um, you know, zombie face eating, throwing the alligator through Wendy's. That was like my fifth grade. It was all fine. We all kind of develop from that and grow up, but uh, it's part of the culture. But anyway, yeah. So it's it's a great it's a great show. A lot of twists and turns and, and exciting stuff. Definitely so I haven't I I haven't watched it yet, and I will say that I'm already in favor of Oklahoma Man just because. First time I, I shot a rifle was in Oklahoma. First time I went noodling was in Oklahoma. Like, 
Um, I've got a lot of Oklahoma first and I'm, you know, I'm in Arkansas and I live less than half an hour away from Oklahoma. So, um, yeah, Oklahoma man, for sure. There you go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what are you watching? What do you, what do you, what's keeping you entertained? So this is terrible. Um, I am watching old reruns of Survivor. Oh, you're doing research. That's not fair. That's not fun. <laughs> you're trying to figure out when, like, all this shit breaks out, breaks down, or social net, like, no, security no, and all I that. I feel like, good about that. Like, Survivor Search escapism, because no one there is worried about anything but the 12 people around them, whatever it's going to be. It's just fun to watch, because you know it's already happened, too. It's not, like, as it happens. Yeah. So, it's just, like, easy to watch. I... You know what? I think that I'm far too um, white to be on that show. Do you question though? Do you think they make them tan before the show? Oh, you mean pale? Because I think yeah, most, pale. Like, most of the people on there are white. Okay, oh, got no, it. the, the majority pale. of people on there are very much waspy, like white yeah. people. Absolutely. Yeah. But I do think you think that... they make them tan before the show? Here's what I think I hope the people who are going on that show have tried to do some sort of survivor training, which means you have to be in the sun for some period of time to get well, some color. Here's what I've learned in my limited, re limited research of the show, because during the show, at some point, they have a loved one come in. It's like part of the challenge. Like your uncle Jesse is here. I went straight jukes of hazard, by the way. Um, and uh, your uncle Jesse is here and he's, an, they're always paler. Like the person that's coming is always paler and it's not because they've been tanning for three weeks. It's just because they, they pre-tan. Got it. But I wonder how much notice I give those people. Cause some of them don't look like they've done a sit up and I'm not saying that I'm <laughs> capable, but if I had three months, like if I knew I was going on survival, I'd be putting in work. So maybe I should just put in work now and this time, I don't know. So survivor for sure. Yep. Um, and then this is an old, like we haven't podcast in a while. We missed a lot of good stuff, but if you haven't watched love is blind, you ain't shit. Like, especially now, like social distancing, that show is built for that because the kid you've watched it, right? Correct. Yep. I've, yeah. I've seen it. Tell, tell, tell everybody the premise of the show. Yeah. So as the title kind of suggests, it's, it's uh, branded or kind of the premise is a experiment to figure out if love is blind. Um, and the experiment is basically, let's have a group of men uh, available and wanting to fall in love, group of women available wanting to fall in love in separate parts of this studio uh, setup, and they cannot see each other. They get to talk to the different um, people of the opposite gender that they're attracted to through a wall, and they can um, hear each other, they can crack jokes, introduce themselves, and get to know each other, but they can't see each other. And you're given on a really uh, accelerated timeline to try to fall in love. So, you yeah, know, like real time. seven days? Yeah, I was gonna say about a week. You get to date, which is, you know, you talk to the person across from you, um, again, through a wall, so you can't see them. Uh, you date for about seven days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the, the show kind of, develops into people who actually get engaged out of this, right? So it's not just let's date without seeing each other. It's let's get engaged. Yeah, then they, see propose, each other. they propose to each other sight unseen, for real. Yep, yep. Oh. 
Ugh. Imagine the return policy on that show. Jeez, please. <laughs> well, I guess the makers of the show didn't realize how successful like it would be. Like they had more couples proposed than they actually could show on the show. Which no way. is interesting. Yeah. So if you haven't watched the show, I don't know what you're doing right now, but watch Love is Blind. And here's my tip, because this is what works for us. I hate watch it. Like, don't look for a character you love. Hate every single person on the show. It is so much more enjoyable. David, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, if people are listening to this podcast, they are jaded enough that they will <laughs> naturally not like anyone on any of these shows. They will know that these are not uh, shows to get inspiration from. This isn't Marie Kondo. <laughs> We're not talking about a Marie Kondo <laughs> love show right now. Did you... Um... Oh, what's the name of the? So there's a few. Do you know one of the character? One of the characters. One of the people on there. The uh, the uh, is she Brazilian? The blonde that's crazy on the show. Problematic term. No I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Geniana. Uh, Geniana. I never. I don't know. How to say her name. She she has her own podcast, and I oh, haven't listened to it, and I'm not going to. But um. Have you seen the Netflix show, The Umbrella Academy? I have not. Okay. So you, you need to watch it just for this burn. One of the characters on Love is Blind looks like a character from The Umbrella Academy, where I'm going to spoil The Umbrella Academy for someone who hasn't watched it, where his body is a gorilla. That's confusing. Yes. So... Love is Blind, then Umbrella Academy, just for the joke. Like, watch it, you'll see this dude, and you'll be like, oh! So, and it's the guy that's, it's the guy that's with uh, that um, um, unstable uh, blonde. Yep. <laughs> You're yes. asking a lot. You're asking a lot of our jaded, uh, self-distancing fans. who are We got nothing but time, baby! They're shooting shots of Malort through all these shows. We got nothing but time. And if they're still listening to us at this point, they got nothing but time. Here's the thing. Like, if you were driving to work, you might still be listening to us. But if you were at your house and you're still listening to us, kudos for you, sunshine. You've done well. You've done well. <laughs> also, also seek help. I mean, I've had to do it sometimes. <laughs> just seek help. Well, I'm it's just a warning. You know what? Uh, mental health is important. That's part of the reason that we're doing this podcast. It's part of the reason that I run. It's part of the reason we do lots of stuff. But um, sometimes it's worth... So Survivor, getting a little serious, not too serious, like watching Survivor and Love is Blind, these are things that allow you to turn off. And you're allowed to. Turn off from like regular stuff and your constant updates and all that sort of stuff and just watch something frivolous. It's worthwhile. I'm going to watch the, t the movie Mandy this weekend with Nick Cage from a couple of years ago because it looks like a terrible show, a terrible movie. I can't tell you much about it. Um, did you see, oh, I'm going to, like, this podcast is going to last for four hours. Did you see uh, Midsommar? Have you seen this shit? No. What is that? Oh, you have to watch that tonight. Anybody that's seen it's like nodding their head right now going, yes, yes, watch that shit. Um, I'm going to say in, it's uh, American Backpackers Gone Awry. Worst review ever. But if you haven't watched this shit, it's trippy as fuck. You will freak out a little and then realize that you need to like hug a pillow. But 
it's good shit. It's absolutely good shit. All right, I'm looking at the IMDb page. I'm going to yep. read out the description. I hope this is the same movie. Who fucking knows? A couple no, travels to Sweden to visit a rural hometown's fabled midsummer festival. Correct. It begins in an idyllic retreat, quickly devolves into an increasingly violent and bizarre competition at the hands of a pagan cult. I'm in. I am yeah. into this. And just so you know, that um, description ain't shit. It is like, it's one of those things, like, like, you know, if you watch a movie with someone and something freaky work, like happens, you just look at them with your mouth open, like, uh, uh, like that. Yeah. That happens all the time. And whenever someone suggests this movie to you, you question that person. So you watch this movie and you'll be like, really, dude? Really? It's coming from the person who just recommended it. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, um, it's, it's a different kind of virus. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. So it's good. It's a, nice. it's a movie virus. It's good. So I so, assume you have watched some sort of, you know, uh, virus, post-apocalyptic, government conspiracy, whatever, end of the world kind of movie uh, over this past Everybody watched the monkey one. Everybody watched that. <laughs> the monkey one. <laughs> yeah, everybody watched that for yeah, sure. I, I believe you're talking about Outbreak. Yes, the monkey one. Yes. Yeah. I'm like I'm like someone's auntie right now. I'm like, you know the monkey one? Yeah, <laughs> words, words not necessary at all. So monkey one I watched. Um, I'm re-listening to um, the audiobook of World War Z, which I would suggest to everybody, um, just because it's got lots of cool people in it. Alan Alda, Henry Rollins, um, and the new one Commons in the mix. So lots of like celebrities doing voices it's really cool um i like that tell me about this let's talk about music what are you excited about um you know the first quarter of the year i think it's been really good music wise um some folks who have dropped some really awesome singles that are going to drop some albums or mixtapes whatever later on so haim dropped a new song a couple weeks back and it's really a big slapper big slapper for me I think they're set, like, the last stuff they've been throwing out was kind of, like, average to not as great as their first album, which is pretty good. Um, you got Gunna, who uh, raps uh -huh. like with Young Thug and uh -huh. uh, Lil Baby. Gunna yeah. dropped a song called Skybox, and it's got this, like, really weird, eerie, sounds like ASAP Rocky from, like, uh, like early ASAP Rocky was trying to be, like, really weirdo rap. Gonna so, is more so, like so what you're saying Southern. is what you're saying is good ASAP Rocky. Is that what you're saying? Good ASAP Rocky, yes, yes, okay. good ASAP Rocky. Um, so Gunna is gonna drop some new stuff because Lil Baby just dropped a new album uh, about a month ago. It was pretty bland, so I'm hoping Gunna. I'm excited for Gunna because I think he's gonna like step his game up. Whereas Lil Baby's been rapping about the same thing for the past two years. Uh -huh. um, so Gunna, Heim, really anything for future. I feel like we're overdue for some new future. Um, but I feel like he might have like already like way on the downside of his of his peak, and he's kind of just like in the coast from here on out. So we'll see. What about you? What are you What are you looking forward to? So, um, I'm a big Heim fan. Heim, like Heim's been mentioned in previous podcasts from us. Like not that we've done a bunch, but they always get a mention because they're solid, and they're not what um, I would say that we traditionally listen to or traditionally talk about. I should say. Um, but those sisters know how to make music. Um, even that song with ASAP Ferg was okay. Um, huge SD Heim fan, that bass face thing. Um, anywho, 
I'm, I'm going off on a tangent. Um, I'm excited about music to come. I tell you, I'm going to tell you that um, I just listened today to the Gambino album. They just put it on streaming for everything. Um, it is definitely a progression. Like he's progressing in music going, you know, when he first started out, he had like this little Wayne flow going on and now he's trying to be himself. So I can't fault him for that, but um, it's no longer the kind of music that I love. So hmm. whatever. Okay. The um, two albums I'm really excited about uh, dropping are the new uh, Big Sean. I don't know if you saw him on Hot Ones. Um, yeah, that was a great Hot Ones. I don't watch Hot Ones unless David throws out that recommendation. <laughs> sometimes so, it's hit or miss. If the person on there is boring, I'm not interested. But that was a great recommendation. Um, that was a great Hot Ones. Hot Ones, you know, basically, the premise of that show is like genius. And it's going for 11 seasons. It's eating uh, progressively hotter hot wings and um, being having someone ask you a bunch of questions. So it's really like putting you in an uncomfortable place. Um, the Pete Davidson one was solid. Um, whether you're a fan of him or not, that one was solid. His, I watched his new movie on Hulu. It's good. Um, he, does a very, he does a great job in that movie. And jumping back to the previous comment. But um, Big Sean, I think that he's an underrated rapper. Um, I think that um, his verbal, like his ability to rhyme is very underrated. And I think that's just because everybody knows him from the I Don't Fuck With You song. So then everybody's like going, okay, he's kind of like a gimmick rapper, but I think he's solid. The album that I'm waiting for this year is RTJ4, Run The Jewels. Um, that album will not suck. They've been teasing it online. Uh, I am a huge LP and Killer Mike fan. I will be for a long time. I think it's weird when people my age are putting out solid fucking songs. So, you know, you know this, I stand, uh, push a T and I will forever. Um, Run the Jewels put out solid bangers. It's so weird. Like the beats, because LP's from New York, it definitely has this New York vibe. If you're into hip hop, you know what that means. Um, but of course, Killer Mike's from Atlanta. And so there's this frivolous, but also this militant thing that goes on, which speaks to me because I think you're allowed to be serious about shit, but also be allowed to like, like fuck around and have fun. So I'm really looking forward to that album. When that album comes out, it's all that anybody around me will hear. Sorry in advance. And it's all I will care about when that comes out. That's, that's what I'm excited about. I'm not excited about what's happened. I'm excited about what's going to happen. Yeah, that's a, definitely a glowing endorsement for a rap duo of two dudes who have been going at it for, what, 20 years now? I mean, they've been rapping separately for a long-ass time. If, if you're in a hip-hop and you don't know who Killer Mike is, um, you... Well, I'm not going to say you're not into hip hop because I hate like that kind of bullshit, but you know who Killer Mike is. You just don't realize that he was on your favorite songs. Like um, the one that everybody goes to is uh, the Bone Crusher song. You know what I'm talking about? Never Scared. Yeah. Well, I, was about, I was about to spit it, but I'm not going um, <laughs> to. Say that. Say that for later. Say that for later. <laughs> say that for later. But um, he's on that track. 
and that's like one of his like sort of like hey i'm here you should know who i am um also i think that killer mike he's like some of the other projects he's done um entertainment wise have not been strong uh in my opinion but i think the stuff that he does for his community and the stuff that he does politically is very good um and so when someone can rap or can can give you art but also they can back it up with being a human being that's really awesome so um i'm a big fan so what are um what are run the jewels super fans what's their fandom nickname what do you call it? so um, like you know they, like, they're they're called uh <laughs> it sucks because i'm like he's gonna ask me something i don't know and what's the shitty thing is i know that's um, they're called jewel runners like because jewel they runners. Run. that's a good yeah. one that's yeah. a good one and, good take and on it. Okay. you know as part of the quote-unquote running community the actual like people that go out and run there's so many people that run ultras and when they um, take a photo of them, they do the run the jewel sign, which is like a gun and a fist. Anybody that's a run the jewel sign knows what I'm talking about. If you don't, now you know. Um, so they have, I would tell you that I went to see uh, run the jewels shit last year, year before in Oklahoma City. So maybe the location had something to do with it. Bunch of white people. So whatever. Let's talk surprising? about... No, well, not really, not really. Let's talk about this. We've got all night, and this is, we should probably split this podcast into two, work out how to do that. Um, let's talk about if all this shit ends and we get to do something fun. We have tickets to what I believe will be the show of the fucking year. In June, in Chicago, Stormzy, in Chicago at the Metro, I think it is. Metro, that's right, that's yeah. right. That's gonna be the, like, I'm not gonna fit in there, and I don't even think you will fit in there. Like, no, it, it'll be a very watch, different crowd. I don't know who's watching that show in Chicago, but Stormzy is the shit. Like, his album, um, Heavy's the Head, I talk about stuff that has come out I'm not interested in, that's a solid album. I love that kid. Like putting grime back on the map, like making grime palatable to an American audience. Um, good man, like doing stuff for his community, that kind of stuff. And solid. He called out uh, Idris Elba before he had coronavirus. So he knows what's up. So, he called him out. You want to send him right on what that he, means? He gave he gave him a shout out in the song. I should say. But, <laughs> but he's what's really fun, and um, well, fun for me at least. No one else. There's there's one listener that cares probably, but um, so um, grime music in the in the UK, uh, the best. If you haven't heard it before, if you know what um, Chicago drill music sounds like, it's kind of like that. Um, but it's to an American ear, it's probably not as palatable as some, but it's so solid. Anyway, um, the, one of the uh, forefathers, grandfathers or whatever is um, the Skepta is one of them. And he's solid. He has that song with ASAP, Praise the Lord, which is a fucking banger. Um, but um, the, the godfather of grime is a guy called Wiley and uh, solid guy. 
um, or at least he was. So it's so weird because on the new Stormzy album, he has songs praising Wiley and then Wiley like went after him on Twitter and he said something that was very like terrible for uh, if you're from Jamaica or if you're from the islands, which all those guys are from. Um, Scott, do you know uh, what he uh, disparaging comment he might have made? I mean, there are a bunch of them that he probably could have made. What did, what did he say? Tell us. Uh, he, he said, and you know, of course, because I'm foreign too. He said, suck your mom. Yeah, that's a, that's a good go-to. That's, that's a good, like, uh, you know. Educate, you're, you're, educate, um, educate your brethren on what that means. It's like, why that's such an insult or it, how, what's the level of insult of that, of saying suck yeah, your mom? Yeah, and just, and just like, like Stormzy and Wiley, growing up in immigrant communities, being around a lot of West Indians, Caribbean people, uh, very familiar with the, the suck your mama kind of phrase, which is kind of like when you're in New York and, you, you know, somebody cuts you off and it's just like, ah, oh, fuck you kind of thing. It's kind of just like a generic, um, generic, a pretty harsh, but very generic kind of diss. It's not, it didn't take a lot of creativity. It was kind of his go-to probably. It's probably his go-to is like, ah, oh, suck your mama kind of thing. So, uh -huh. um, and it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a very literal, literal phrase. It's nothing deeper to, not yep. but it is a go-to uh, kind of diss if you want to try to get at somebody. So my favorite thing about that, he, he like released his album, went number one in the UK. Um, actually, maybe it was number two. No, it was number one because uh, Cabaldi, my guy from Scotland, shout out, Lewis Cabaldi was in the mix there too. Um, I think one got album of the year, one got new artist of the year at the Brit Awards. Anywho, so um, he came out and said, suck your mom. Then uh, Stormzy wrote, uh, disappointed, like he did a diss track. And it was great. And then he did another one after he retorted, and it was called So Disappointed. The song was so hot, it charted in the UK. Like a diss track made the top 40. So, anyway, I'm really excited to see this kid. I'm hoping all this, like, I'm hoping they get to come up to Chicago and do that um, and see him. If you're not a, a Stormzy fan, you should be. Um, Love him. I bought, I bought, uh, I actually, there's a present. I'm not going to say what I bought, but I bought two of them and one of them's coming your way. I'm going to post it to Chicago shortly um, and you'll get it. So I bought two things. Oh, I can't wait. And you're going to get one of them. So, because that's always buy two, especially in these times. By the way, everybody, in these times, always buy two. So <laughs> tell me this. Tell me <laughs> this, God. <laughs> Biggest recommendation out of all of it, out of this. Not wash your hands, not social distance. No, buy two always everything. buy two. It's always tell me, buy two. Tell me when that's not going to be a factor. If you can afford it, always buy two. Always buy two. Got it. In these times, but like, um, always buy two. Um, Rice Krispies, always buy two. Um, uh, drills, always buy two. Exactly. If they're <laughs> cordless drills, cordless yeah. drills. Buy two because one of them could be ready to go. One could be That's like true. for drilling the stay. hole. The other one could be like put in the like we're gonna have time for this year. So you gotta stay ready for the house projects you this. can work on now. Tell me this: What are your at-home must-haves like for being quarantined? Do you have a list? Uh, I mean, it's it's essentials, right? Things. Uh, Several hoodies available. I'm clean. Just say comfy. Hoodies? Hoodies. Yeah, hoodies. Hoodies. Okay. I don't wear hoodies otherwise. Like, that's not a thing. So, 
Oh no, hoodies um, are like I'm waiting on hoodie season to come back. I feel like I'm like it's weird that it like I've been rocking them. I've not been rocking them. Right now, hoodies are like if you go to the grocery store right now, full cap and a hoodie, like Unabomber style. That's yeah. the way to rock it, man. Without doubt. There you go. But you can't go to the what store is, now unless you really need to. Essentials only. Oh, you definitely need to go through. So I don't know if, if you're like me, you kind of have just like music and other records, sort of you know, getting records from whatever. Uh, um, go through the records, go through old mixtapes. This is a great time to be able to go through any old CDs that you have and just realize how bad taste music you had way back when, like two years ago. No, uh, just going through old music, going through old, like whatever it is, like your know, old movies, DVDs. This time, this time you can actually burn through and try to understand what, what the heck was I listening to? Why did I buy this? Whatever it is. Going through old records, going through uh -huh. old music. Um, I would say one thing that's actually a bad hobby if you're stuck at home for extended periods of time that I picked up over the past few years is gardening, like trying to keep plants alive. Because when you see these plants all day nonstop, it's really annoying to not water them every single hour that you see them and try to take care of them. <laughs> right, even when you're not home all the time, you can just like remember to do it whenever it's right because it's not as, they don't need as much uh -huh. attention. But if you're home all the time, I kind of always want to check on my, my plants. Um, that's yeah. actually not a good hobby. And also it's a slow burn. It's also a slow burn. So you can't, like, you, there's no instant gratification. It's, 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 it's frustrating. The, the problem with my plants is that um, I thought they were ready to, to graduate from seedling to the backyard and then they weren't and they all died. So. Yeah, that's a tricky one. That's a tricky one. It's always longer than whatever you thought it was. Yeah. And, and I also studied horror horticulture for tar, killing plants, education means nothing. <laughs> All right, what's on right. your list of, of your, your have-to-haves for, for this uh, self-isolation situation? I deliberately made a list of random things that I think are important. So my, the first thing on my list is a ukulele that you will never learn to play. So I have one. I don't know how to play it. I'm never going to learn how to play by that Australian dude. Um, I'm just not. It's not good. Well, the song is solid. I just don't. There's a lot of people right now going, I wish I had a guitar or I wish I had so-and-so so I could learn to play. The thing that's that uh, instrument and going, yeah, I'm not going to learn that. I'm not going to do that. That's my first, because you got to realize that you're not that special. Everybody's fine. Um, my second one is free weights, which I like, you need that shit. Um, you need to be able to like work out and like for like mental health as well as physical health. Um, board games, these are a problem because you usually need at least three people to play them. And that's not really working out right now. Having Catan or something like that. Like, it's like, hey, you want to play Catan with two of us? Uh, so, um, that doesn't really work out. Really cool board games makes you feel very alone, which is good. Um, uh, the um, is an essential for me, which would be like, not because I, I love Beyonce, because everybody loves Beyonce, just for the Jack White song. If I'm being real with you, it's just for the Jack White song. 
song that's on heavy rotation if we're talking about just music for the uh, end times. And I don't know why, but it's uh, the song Money Trees by Kendrick Lamar. Like, I don't know why that six minute song is like constantly with that song. Um, and I don't know if he came up with the term bish, but he uses it very well. So I'm a big fan. Um, at least four different kinds of cars important. If also, if you are living in the internet age and don't have instant coffee and you haven't done that, you're losing out. Because basically, you're whipping coffee into what looks like whipped cream and it's like eating 12 cups of coffee. It's fucking great. So do that. Um, random cans of food you brought when you and then realize that you're never going to eat them. I have like chili, like off-brand chili that I'm never going to eat that I bought to make chili dogs and I'm never going to eat that shit. So uh, that's, that's one of those. Um, what else? It seems like an odd one, but sunglasses to wear in your house just to make it look a little different like not for outside just like indoor sunglasses let's do it <laughs> like what like that's a solid fucking recommendation like indoor sunglasses should be a thing our thing um i'm you know there's certain things i'm like always buy two that's something that we've covered today but also expensive ass wine glasses out of if you spend oh, i would agree glass, uh, wine yeah, tastes better out of a nice glass no not even wine like if you drink if you've got a like really good stemware like i just spent my check on stemware if you put anything in it, it and trust me like when you've piled up the garbage that you've eaten for the day find stemware makes a difference so <laughs> let's get it. I'm I'm drinking this like uh, I'm drinking Tang. Just, just, do you know what I'm talking about? I think it's a Florida thing. Anyway, I'm familiar with Tang. Like, I don't know if Tang exists anymore. Doesn't? I'm well. I, I can't go to the store because I'm not gonna like just like randomly look down the aisle. Oh, so fuck. Out of Stemway is a thing. I'm going to have to post that to Insta for sure. My last item is something that I recently procured. A 3D printer. I'm in love with 3D printing nerd shit. Guess what I'm 3D printing right now as we speak. Uh, let me see. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Probably something to go attack your neighbors. But what is it? No, like... If you think about my list, you're going to think, what the fuck? But I am 3D printing a violin. It's going, to take me, it's going to take me a week and a half. But I'm like, hey, let's do it. There's some freaky stuff you can 3D, 3D print online, by the way. Like, um, I think the 3D printing community are made up from people that were too scared to go to sex shops. <laughs> I think that, that sounds I right. Think that, yeah, I think that gives you the kind of idea of some of the things that you can 3D print. But also, things like, so um, 
on a serious note, I'm also printing um, masks because you can 3D print masks. And you, you basically, from what I've like, from you put makeup remover pads in there because that's the cut, like the cotton, like helps with the like uh, cleaning of whatever. I'm not going to pretend to be a scientist. Also, you look like Sub Zero from Mortal Kombat. Solid. Wow. It's a win. No one's going to fuck with you anyway. Like social distancing, the guy in the, in that mask, no one's going near him. Anyway, yeah, those are my, easy, those are my, an... yeah, those are my hot, like my 10 must have, um, desert Island discs or, uh, survival things, whatever you want to call them. I would not mess with anyone who had a sub-zero, uh, uh, exactly. You know, medical mask on. Yeah. I'll send. Clearly, you're on a different level. If I get one printed in time, if I get one printed in time, I'll send it to you. And it's definitely it's it's different than the person who has like like the duct tape and two liter bottle mask, which also works. <laughs> um, but that, they're on a different level. Like you're talking about yes. more essential prepper versus somebody who has the tools and resources to to, to develop and 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 create this. Sub-Zero mask, right? Yeah, I mean, it's that's, the that's difference pretty, between, yeah, it's the difference between I had to look like this and I choose to look like this. Yeah. 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 I would agree. Beautiful. Wow, impressive. Well, We've given all of you, our faithful listeners, who've been sitting on pins and needles in suspense for <laughs> uh, this 11th episode, uh, the XI uh, yes. episode. Um, no, it's it's a big deal. It's a big deal. And we appreciate you guys listening. Um, I hope we give you some survival tips to staying out, staying at home. Um, yeah. You know, buy, buy two of everything. Yes, buy right, two of everything. If you can, buy two of it. If you can, buy two of yeah. it. Yeah. No matter what it is, buy two of it. Yeah. Uh, you got to watch, you got to watch Tiger King. You got to watch Love yes. is Blind. Um, I think you Wait should have a soap machine from... at home. No, I, I so it depends on which camp you fall into. Yeah, it's gonna be great. <laughs> that's that's gonna be great. Maybe a more personal preference, bird per personal preference. Well, and uh, that's it. I think that's all we post got. and we'll do this again soon. And it's always fun. And you know what? I think the corporate sponsorships on its way. I really think it is. I oh, think that in our next episode we will be breaking for corporate sponsorships. I feel feel very confident that's going to happen. All right, y'all. We'll talk to you again next time. All right. Don't be easy. Bye.